Okay. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, there's... Uh, well, okay. Everybody happy where you are? Yeah, translation over here, translation here. Okay. Ah, Hare Krishna. Um, yes. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Paschatyadeshatarine Vancha Kalpatrubhyascha Kripa Sindhubya Evacha Patitanam Pavanevyo Vaishnavivyo Namo Nama He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dinabandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namosute Tata Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishavanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasari Gaurabhaktavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaivan Arhuttama Deving Saraswating Vyasam Tato Jayamudirayet Nashta Prayeshvabhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavata Uttama Shloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki I've selected one verse from Bhagavatam, Canto 4, Chapter 30, The Activities of the Prachetas, verse number 8. Um, before we start, should we open a window um, to get something, something like fresh air? I don't. <laughs> Suddenly, from I said, should we open a window? And we got three windows open. Just see the power of a suggestion. And the door. Wow. <laughs> And when we start freezing, please uh, say something.
Ooh, air. That's interesting. Ah, Hare Krishna. All right, Shri Bhagavan Uvacha. Varam Vrinidvam Badram Vod. Varam Vrinidvam Badram Vod. You young men, Ripanandana. You young men, Ripanandana. So hard in a pritak dharmas. So hard in a pritak dharmas. To stow hum so hidenava. To stow hum so hidenava. Others? Renidvam Ladies. Shri Bhagavan Uvacha Varam Vrinidvam Badram You young men Ripanandana So hard in Avritak Dharmas Tushtoham Sahridenava Don't be shy. Be shy. Don't be shy. It's nice to be shy. Then be shy. Okay. Shri Bhagavan Uvacha. The Supreme Personality of God had said. Varam. Benediction. Vrinidvam. Ask. Badram, good fortune. Vaha, of you. You yum, you. There's different ways of saying this is a plural when you address second person plural. Uh, there's two forms. Uh, may, from me. Nripanandana. 
O sons of the king, so hard enough by friendship, apritak, non-different, dharma, occupation, tushta, pleased, aham, I, so hardena, by friendship, vaha, of you. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation, the Supreme Personality of God had said, my dear sons of the king, I am very much pleased by the friendly relationships among you. All of you are engaged in one occupation, devotional service. I am so pleased with your mutual friendship that I wish you all good fortune. Now you may ask a benediction of me. Shall we try repeating this together? No? Yes. The Supreme Personality of God had said, My dear sons of the King, I am very much pleased by the friendly relationships among you. All of you are engaged in one occupation, in one occupation. Devotional, service. devotional service. I am so pleased, I am so pleased. With, your with your mutual friendship that I wish you all good fortune. You all good fortune. Now you may ask now a benediction of me. Benediction of me. <laughs> Purport. Since the sons of King Prachina Barhishat were all united in Krishna consciousness, the Lord was very pleased with them. Each and every one of the sons of King Prachina Barhishat was an individual soul, but they were united in offering transcendental service to the Lord. The unity of the individual souls attempting to satisfy the Supreme Lord or rendering service to the Lord is real unity. In the material world, such unity is not possible. Even though people may officially unite, they all have different interests. In the United Nations, for instance, all the nations have their particular national ambitions, and consequently they cannot be united. Disunity between individual souls is so strong within this material world that even in a society of Krishna consciousness, members sometimes appear disunited due to their having 
different opinions and leaning toward material things. Actually, in Krishna consciousness, there cannot be two opinions. <laughs> That's worth repeating. Actually, <laughs> in Krishna consciousness, there cannot be two opinions. There is only one goal, to serve Krishna to one's best ability. If there is some disagreement over service, such agreement is to be taken as spiritual. <laughs> Got out of that one easily. Those who are actually engaged in the service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead cannot be disunited in any circumstance. This makes the Supreme Personality of Godhead very happy and willing to award all kinds of benedictions to his devotees. As indicated in this verse, we can see that the Lord is immediately prepared to award all benedictions to the sons of King Prachina Barhishat. And so ends Srila Prabhupada's purport to this verse. Sri Bhagavan Uvacha Varam Vrinidvam Badram Vo Yuyame Nripananda so The Supreme Personality of God had said, My dear sons of the King, I'm very much pleased by the friendly relationships among you. All of you are engaged in one occupation, devotional service. I am so pleased with your mutual friendship that I wish you all good fortune. Now you may ask, a benediction from me. Namasrashtam manamapi satchiputram matrasarupam rupam tasyagajamurupurim maturim goshtavatim radha kundam girivaramaho radhika madhavasam prapto yasya pratita kripaya shrigurum tangnatosmi. I had a moment of deja vu that maybe I spoke on this verse in this same place uh, sometime maybe not so long ago so uh, if I did and you were here that's okay <laughs> it's good to hear again <laughs> this verse is a good verse uh, and purport for us to reflect on. Um, it's, uh, it's a very hopeful verse, I would say. It's an encouraging verse because the Lord is expressing his appreciation of the devotees, in this case the prachetas. How many prachetas were there? A lot? 
Sometimes we hear ten. Was it ten prachetas? Yeah. Anyway, ten is a good number. Why not ten? <laughs> and uh, the Lord is uh, expressing his appreciation of them to the and he's giving a detail of why he appreciates. He appreciates that they're all being friendly. The word friendship, uh, derivatives of the word friendship, are here twice in the verse. So hardena, so hardena, by friendship. And of course, this word comes from the word surit. And we all know the word hrit, or hrit means heart, and suhrit would be something like good heart, but it comes to mean a very sincerely well-wishing friend. And um, Krishna tells us in Bhagavad Gita that he is indeed the friend of all living entities, Bhaktaram Yagya Tapasam Sarvaloka Maheshvaram Suridam Sarvabhutanam then Gyatvamang Shantim Richati. If if we understand this, these three things, what Prabhupada called the peace formula about the Lord, uh, that he is the enjoyer of all sacrifice, uh, that he is the Maheshvara, the master, the Lord of all worlds, and not to be forgotten that he is the friend, the well-wishing friend of all living entities. Then, he says, uh, if we understand, if we appreciate these uh, features of the Lord, wh what do we get? We get shanti, we get peace. And what else does Krishna say about peace in Bhagavad Gita? In the second chapter, he explains there's no question of happiness without peace. Uh, so Krishna is friend of everyone. He's a very good friend of everyone. And devotees are very good friends. Also of everyone being well-wishers. Uh, there is another uh, word for friend that we sometimes encounter, namely Mitra. And Maitra uh, means friendship. And uh, we, we get an interesting notion of friendship uh, from uh, the Yoga Sutras, uh, which is mm, explained uh, by Acharyas explaining the Yoga Sutras in an interesting way. Uh, the, the Sutra, this is one... Uh, verse or sutra 33 part or chapter 1 verse 33 maitri karna murita upekshanam sukha dukkha punya apunya vishayanam bhavanatas chitta prasadanam prasadanam we all like that word especially we like it on Dvadashi morning. 
Do you, do you want to know what prasadanam means? I know what you're thinking it means. And yes, it does mean prasad, sharira, vidyajan. Uh, yeah, it's Pavlov's dogs and so on. Clarif uh, prasadanam, clarification, calmness, tranquility, clearness. Uh, another word could be lucidity, uh, illumination. So chitta prasadanam, uh, the, the clarity of the, of the mind of the consciousness comes. Uh, how does it come? Uh, clarification of the mind results from the cultivation of friendliness toward the happy, compassion for those who suffer, sympathetic joy for the good, and equanimity toward those who lack goodness. Now this doesn't mean says cultivation of friendliness toward the happy and if somebody's not happy I'm not going to be friendly with them. But uh, rather mm, karuna, compassion, having, having a, a, a caring, a caring uh, feeling and emotion toward such persons is wanted. But also it's explained, and this is uh, very much prominent in Buddhist tradition, but actually it's in the yoga tradition also, that you can practice friendliness by starting with someone that you're already easily friends with and then extending, mentally extending that feeling towards someone who you have a more neutral relation to. Uh, and then that same emotion you can mentally extend towards someone that maybe you feel not at all friendly with, and eventually towards someone who, uh, of course, devotees never have enemies, but if someone is perceived in some inimical way, we can extend the feeling of friendship toward that person. In this way, friendship can be expanded out. Uh, friendship, karuna, all of these can be expanded out. Uh, they, in the in the mm, Buddhist tradition, these these are called the. Uh, uh, what is it? Something biharas, the uh, practices of extending these emotions, which incidentally is also interesting. Um, we typically we say um, Vaishnavism, yay! Buddhism, boo! <laughs> right, and then we feel very good about ourselves. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, and this leads to a, a subject that I'm exploring and also sometimes giving seminars. How can we extend out our friendship uh, to persons of different, different world views? 
And um, as I just said, friendship begins at home, we, we may want to say. And that um, means, of course, amongst uh, the, the, the devotees, uh, within our circle of friendship, within our society, which uh, in certain ways is described by, in certain institutional ways, and so we have the International Society for Christian Consciousness. Uh, and that's very nice. Uh, this gives us, this facilitates, as Prabhupada explains in Nectar of Instruction, uh, that he established the society to facilitate devotees having loving exchanges amongst each other. Uh, but now, a question. Does this mean that our loving exchanges are to be limited by... Uh, by the by the boundaries of this particular society or could it be that friendships can be extended uh, without without um, uh, without ignoring or without uh, how to say without trying to destroy the boundaries boundaries in societies are always there there's different ways we define our identities, uh, and that's okay. Actually, there are many different ways that we define our identities, and of course, one of the things we're trying to learn in Krishna consciousness is to make a major, major, major shift in understanding of what is our identity. A major shift from everything that's connected, related, to our physical and mental bodies all the way across the ocean of material existence to identifying with Krishna. And that suggests also uh, models of friendship. Uh, you know, we think about friendship um, in Vrindavan. What's happening in Vrindavan? Well, there's First of all, what is Krishna doing? He's uh, herding the cows. I can't forget this point, sitting under so many cows. <laughs> it's hard, hard to forget this fact. Krishna herds the cows and the calves. But of course, he doesn't do it alone. Uh, he doesn't, uh, it, of course, he's with the cows and the calves, so in that way he's not alone. Uh, there's a wonderful painting in the back I noticed this morning. Whose painting is this? Oh, it's Somya Karani's painting. Wonderful. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's very sweet. Krishna is, is uh, has a cow as a pillow. Little Krishna. <laughs> nice, very nice. So Krishna is, of course, with his friends. And herding cows, you know, what are the cows doing most of the time? Yeah. <laughs> well, they. Uh, what I learned about cows uh, is that they'll generally, at least in Mayapur, They'll generally eat, uh, they'll graze for about two hours when they're on the field. Uh, 
And then they'll, then they'll lie down, they'll recline, and for about two hours uh, they will ruminate, uh, which is a kind of a continuation of the process uh, of, of uh, grazing. And then they'll stand up again, and they'll graze some more, and then they'll, uh, they'll recline again. They'll do like that until, until it's uh, time to go back to the goshala, which they know without having a watch. Cows know what's the time for milking, what's the time for, uh, different, for, for, be for feeding. And I also learned, this I found amazing, I learned this in uh, in Radhadesh uh, from our uh, Gowala there, Gorahari Prabhu. He told me they have uh, five cows or th two cows, three bulls, and uh, every weekend he brings them from the from the field or the goshala up to um, the castle. Uh, for the guests to see the cows. And so after some time of bringing them every, uh, every weekend to, uh, the, up to the castle, uh, he found that the cows would go by themselves knowing today is Saturday, today is the day we go to the Goshala. <laughs> They can keep track not only of you know a period of one day, but also of a whole week. I didn't know that. Did you know that? That's that's so cool. <laughs> that means they have better sense of time than we do. <clears throat> How did I get talking about cows? Oh. <laughs> They know years also. He knows. Uh, okay, he knows. Now is Padayatra time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but cows are kind of doing these things pretty routine. Uh, so it's not a whole lot of work for the cow herds once they get the cows out there. And so what do the cowherds do? They play. Krishna and his friends, they play. Uh, they play in so many nice ways. Huh? Uh, sometimes they're imitating uh, different animals. Sometimes they're playing leapfrog. You know leapfrog? How do you say leapfrog in Polish? One jumps over the other, who jumps over the other, who jumps over the other. Huh? You don't have a name for this. But we do it. But there's no name. How can you not have a name for something that you do? Anyway. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so, so, the point was that Krishna and his friends, they're doing all sorts of things together. Um, fun things. They're having a good time. And devotees um, in cultivating friendship, uh, we can have a good time. <laughs> we, 
what a novel idea. <laughs> I thought we had to only work, 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 work. No, we can also have a good time. Uh, yeah. Because Krishna orders this. Did you know that? Yukta hara viharasya yukta cheshtasya karmasu yukta svapnavabodasya yogo bhavati dukkaha. We can become free from all dukkha, all misery, if we do th four things. If we do four things in an appropriate way or to an appropriate extent. Yukta can mean something like appropriate or can mean moderate. Uh, it means connected, it means engaged. So yukta, ahara, appropriate eating or consuming or taking in to oneself. Uh, yukta vihara means recreation. It means, uh, we say in English, chilling out. Yeah, chilling out. How do you say in Polish? Hmm? Very slowly. Veruzovac. Veruzovac. Huh? Oh. Oh, I see. It's like a loose chatter. Veruzovac. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Sounds it sounds nice. Veruzovac. <laughs> yeah, and then yukta hara viharasya yukta cheshta. Cheshta means endeavor. It means work. So we're not talking here about you know no work. No, there is work. Uh, and there's one more thing. Yukta. Svapna, yes. Svapna means resting. It can also mean dreaming, <laughs> dreaming of Krishna. Okay, so there are all these uh, different activities. My point here was simply vihara. Uh, some recreation is there. Now we also hear that friendship, exchange, Rupa Goswami tells us uh, Dadati pratigrinati guhya makyati prichati punktevo jayate chaiva shat vidha priti lakshanam. Here I want to call attention to this guhya uh, makyati prichati. Asking prichati, inquiring, how's it going? How are you? And guhya makyati, which means uh, saying something in confidence. Now, this is something to think about. I, I just read um, it. Um, it's an interesting comment from Mark Twain. You've heard of Mark Twain? He was an American uh, author, 19th century, uh, wrote Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn and such books. Uh, and uh, these were great books to read in. Uh, when one was younger. Uh, and he, he wrote a lot of other things, and he was a humorist, but he was sometimes very serious. 
but actually, he was very serious sometimes, even when he wrote funny things. Uh, but he made a, a, a short comment once. He said, everyone is a moon. Now, then he goes on to say, everyone has something which they don't show to anyone. Why is he saying everyone is like a moon? Did you know that the moon, as it goes around the earth, at least according to modern astronomy, <laughs> the same side uh, of the moon is always facing the earth. Did you know that? You all know this. You're, you're astronomers. <laughs> so there's a bright side of the moon and there's a, a, a cold, dark side of the moon. So what, what our uh, American sage of the 19th century, Mark Twain, is saying <laughs> is that we all have our bright side and our dark side. And sometimes we uh, are in uh, we we struggle we 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 become aware that we have a dark side and we don't like it and so what do we do we make it darker <laughs> we make it darker uh, and this is not helpful. Uh, so one of the, uh, a good reason for having friends is that we can, we can show maybe not all of our dark side. We don't maybe not show all of our dark side to, the, to one person, but uh, it's, 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 a, it's a process that we are endeavoring as we are endeavoring to be in the light of Krishna uh, to also show our, our darker side, our weaker side uh, to, to others. Others meaning those who will respect, who will honor um, the confidence. Guhyam akyati prichati. This is wanted. Well, uh, in Prabhupada's purport, he says this rather a striking sentence uh, about how there is only one opinion. So now here's another, I'm jumping a little but, uh, to a different uh, aspect of friendship, but uh, he's, because the verse speaks about uh, unity, apritak dharma, everyone's doing the same thing, we're all serving Krishna, uh, and then he's saying, there's only one opinion, <laughs> and we're all thinking, right, um, mm, yes, maybe in Srila Prabhupada's transcendental vision, there's one opinion, but if you ask me, there is not one opinion, there are so many, some of them very strange opinions. <laughs> but then Prabhupada goes on to say, um, if there is some disagreement over service, 
such disagreement is to be taken as spiritual. Haribol. It is spiritual. Hare Krishna. But what is, that, that seems to beg the question, what is, okay, so then what is spiritual? <laughs> what does it mean that it's spiritual? What do we, how do we deal uh, with difference in opinion, and especially when opinions are very strong? Uh, and what I want to suggest is we deal with difference through developing a culture of dealing with difference, a culture, a culture of patience, and the patience draws, I would suggest, to a great extent, from our appreciation of uh, certain features which Krishna also gives us in the practice of tapasya. As you know, there are three aspects of tapasya uh, in chapter 17, there's tapasya of the body, there's tapasya of the words, and there's tapasya of the mind. We talked about this a couple of days ago. And uh, uh, in particular, there is uh, tapasya of words. And uh, I just now forgot the first line of this verse, but uh, it's anud. That's it. Anud vega karang vakyam satyam priya hitam chayat. An anud vega. Vega. You know this word? Vega means force. Very strong force pushing. Ud vega forcing out or up, and then anud vega, not. Not udvega, not not. In other words, not disturbing. Uh, anudvega karang vakyam, words, vakyam, speeches, uh, sentences, statements, uh, uh, which are not causing karam disturbance. Hmm, <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> Krishna says it's possible. <laughs> it's possible by, by what? By austerity. <laughs> and the austerity is that sometimes, sometimes, we hold our words until we have formulated, until we have maybe reformulated them in such a way they are, that they are not attacking someone, that they are not hurtful. We may disagree sharply with what a person uh, says, or what they do, or what their opinion is. Uh, but we don't attack the person. That is so essential. Well, I, I didn't want to sort of go off on that subject so much, but just more generally, friendship is such a nice thought. If we look at the model of Krishna, and his friends in Vrindavan, and how they play with each other. This is the model for us. Now you may say, okay, so um, the, the men, the boys, we can be friends amongst ourselves, the ladies, friends amongst each other. It, question make, um, what about, is there any question, possibility of friendship across the genders? And I would say yes. Um, 
And here the attitude would be something like brother and sister. How many of you who are men have sisters? Okay, so you know something what that is. I, n I never had any sisters, so I don't know. And how many of you ladies have brothers? So you probably have a good idea of what we're talking about, unless you can't stand your brother or sister. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> some, some idea is there like that. Now this, this is, we have to keep in mind another uh, notion which we get sort of simultaneously from our tradition. But Srila uh, Prabhupada would quote sometimes, uh, I think, Chanakya Pandit saying that a, a man, a male, should regard all women other than his wife as mother. Um, I once quoted this to a professor of mine. Um, it was at a, in, it was at a, a kind of uh, an, an occasion at this professor's house. It was he invited uh, all of his students in one class to his house. So there was, um, it was sort of a party atmosphere, and there was a lot of prajalpa going on, <laughs> and especially the professor. A nice gentleman, but he was kind of going on and on about um, about how uh, he enjoys uh, looking at attractive women. Yeah, this was the professor, and I was so. Then, at one point, I said, "Well, um, you may find it interesting to know that in Indian tradition." There is a statement <laughs> that uh, a, a, a man should regard all women other than his wife as mother, as his mother. And when he heard that, he just, he went, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it was the most ridiculous thing he'd ever heard. And when he reacted that way, it made me feel how utterly wise it actually is. <laughs> uh, but I didn't pursue this, the topic with him. I didn't, I didn't feel there was any point <laughs> uh, at the time. Anyway, friendship uh, is, it's a good thing, and it's friendship uh, that if seen amongst devotees will attract more devotees. And here I want to tell this uh, nice story from, I don't know if it's from the Christian tradition or the Jewish tradition or a combination of the both, of both. It's maybe an interreligious story. Uh, the story, maybe you've heard it, uh, is um, that there was a monastery with, um, I believe it was six monks altogether. There was the abbot, and there were five monks. Have you heard this? No, at least not yet. Um, and these abbot, this abbot and the five monks were all getting old. And they were quite elderly. And they were becoming more and more aware that we are getting 
older and older, and one after another, we're probably going to be making our exit stage left, as we say in English. Um, and they were concerned about this, uh, what to do, because people are not, they're, we're, we're not getting any new bhaktas. <laughs> and so, um, but uh, they, it occurred to the abbot, uh, there's one, we would say, sadhu, who occasionally visits uh, one place in a forest. He's uh, a Jewish rabbi, and he sometimes goes on a, a retreat just to be by himself uh, to this place in the forest. And so the abbot thought, hmm, maybe, maybe I should go visit him. And who knows, maybe he has some good advice uh, for our monastery. And so, excuse me, he goes to visit the, uh, the rabbi one day and uh, they have a very sweet conversation, and, and then he brings up his subject, and he says, you know, we're becoming concerned uh, what to do, uh, considering that we're all getting older, and we're not getting any new bhaktas. And the rabbi was very sympathetic, but he said, um, well, I'm sorry, I don't really have any um, practical ad advice, uh, but, but, There is one thing I would like to say. Abbot said, what? what? Please, what? what is it? Do you want to hear what the, what the rabbi said? No? Yes. She yes. <laughs> rabbi, you watch. The rabbi said, I want you to know that mm, amongst you, six of you, one of you is the Messiah. You know the word Messiah. Uh, this is an ancient tradition idea that a savior will come. Kind of a, it, it became the parting of ways of the Christians and the Jews when the Christian says, we found him, <laughs> here he is. Uh, and they've been going on with that idea since then, but then also with the idea that he will reappear as, as the second coming. And the Jews said, hmm, no, Messiah, no, nah, this is not our idea of Messiah. Our Messiah is still coming. Anyway, this rabbi tells the, the Christian, the Messiah is amongst you. One of you six are the Messiah. The rabbi is like, what is he talking about? Well, he seems to know what he's talking about. So he goes back to his group of uh, five monks and he reports because they were interested. They knew he's going to get some advice. And he comes back and he said, well, he didn't really give any practical advice, but he did say something very interesting. <laughs> what was that? Well, he said, amongst us six, one of us is the Messiah. And they all kind of looked at each other. And each one of them, in kind of to themselves, they said, 
Well, it wouldn't be that one. He's, I mean, come on, he's so, he's so goofy sometimes. And this one, he speaks so, you know. And this one, he he cook, he 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 always burns the sabji. And uh, but then again, maybe, maybe the cook who burns the sabji, maybe he is maybe. I mean, how do I know? Um, and on the other side, one of us, one of us, does that mean I'm the Messiah? <laughs> no, no, it couldn't be me, because I know there's this big dark side of the moon, which is me. No, couldn't be me. But then again, if it is, I better start behaving myself. And so each one of the six were thinking like this. And so they started to interact with each other as if one of them is the Messiah. Or in our terms, we might say one of us is a saint or a sadhu. And actually, of course, that's our whole program is to become sadhu, isn't it? Okay, the story goes on. They're, for some time they're interacting in this way and then people are visiting the monastery. This is a sign I should stop talking. <laughs> your, your lecture time is over. <laughs> it's, it's a timed garland. It's, it's timed, you know. When it's time to stop, the gar it falls off. <laughs> so, people occasionally would visit this monastery because there was a you know a small uh, some 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 shrine some uh, church, and um, and now because of the atmosphere in, in, amongst these uh, these monks people started to stay a bit longer and sometimes they would ask questions of the monks. And asking questions, they would interact with the monks and then they would feel good from their interaction and they would go and they would tell others, these monks, they're really there. You should go visit these monks, there's something about them. And gradually, gradually, and then some came and they said, you know what, I want to join you guys. And in this way, uh, the, uh, the monastery flourished. So I think this is a nice uh, story that we can benefit from uh, in a way similar to or with the point uh, that is being we find in this verse, the Lord is giving his blessings. Why is he giving blessing? He's giving blessing because he sees the friendly relations amongst uh, the prachetas. And he's asking them, what can I do for you? <laughs> how, how can I help you? So the Lord becomes servant uh, to the devotees. Um, I want to end, yes, with um, by sharing something which um, 
one devotee sent to me, I had completely, I mean, here's my confession for the day. Um, I had completely forgotten that I had written this, and I don't even remember how many years ago I wrote this, um, but I wrote a poem uh, in English, so this may be difficult to translate. I don't know how to, how to do this uh, for translation purposes. Uh, but considering uh, the time we are in, this is, uh, of course, a uh, mm, glorious time for devotees of distributing, distributing Krishna consciousness, especially in the form of Srila Prabhupada's books. Uh, we call it the, the book Marathon. And so I wrote a poem um, called Marathon Meditation. Shall I read this? Huh? Okay, uh, maybe I should read it once through fast and then once slowly. I don't know. If, okay, here we go. Going, going, the books are all going out, out to countless souls, carrying, carrying books upon books, dasas and dasis with no mundane goals. The glories of Sankirtan are ever loud, sung by high souls round the globe and above. Gorahari dances, dances, and glances with charming smiles of deep love. Forget, forget the troubles, many of body and mind, all doubts and foibles to give. Give your best to the Lord, his to enjoy the ever-sweet spoils. Save them, save them, with even a touch of Goranga's message, Prasad, or his name. Wake them, wake them out from their slumber, for both you and them, life never again the same. Doubt, no, double it, triple it, quadruple and more, your service to Krishna, Maya's curtain to remove, try, try always your best for the Lord, thus Prabhupada's glory you'll certainly prove. Twas in this very month of Marga Shirsh, the Lord spoke Gita to fighter Arjun. Those same words even yet to read, to hear the ever-fresh song in surrender tune. In all, in every book of our founder, the song of surrender is clear to hear, so hear chant, be part of the mission, let Krishna protect you, give up all fear. Hare Krishna. Maybe you get the flavor of it. <laughs> Later, if you want, you can see it for translating. Okay, Grandarashimad Bhagavatam ki. Srila Prabhupada ki. I think we should end there because we do have something of a schedule to keep to. Uh, thank you very much and we'll meet again soon. Hare Krishna.